Hello everyone, I'm Danny Ohana and you are listening to Business Leader Stories, the podcast. The only podcast where you can listen to real stories told by real business leaders. So without any further ado, let's go. And today I'm with Yanni Contui, Head of Games at Skill on Net. Did I pronounce it right, Yanni? Yes, you did. Very, very nicely. <laughs> I tried my best. I really tried my best here. It is. It is a bit tricky word, to be honest. My, my, my last name. Uh, it, it's quite old name. I, I heard it that it's, uh, it uh, means in German at one point, uh, the, the flag bearer of the night. So I'm, I'm thinking that our, our family has some sort of very old connections to, the, to, to those times in Germany. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I have to say that's the most unique name I had on the podcast. At least the reference of it is the most unique that I had up to now. So that's exciting by itself. Uh, I want to thank you, first of all, for being here on the podcast. Uh, I highly appreciate it, first mm-hmm. of all. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, most definitely. And, you know, why won't we start with you introducing yourself and the company so people will learn more about yourself and the company? Okay. Uh, well, Skill on Net... Uh, it's been going on for since I think uh, 2006 originally. I, I joined the company myself in, in 2007 and seen, has, have been with them since then. We, we started as a, as a poker and a backgammon company. Uh, the poker was Red Kings and, and the backgammon was BG Room. And uh, after a few years of, of doing really well with the poker, we, we, we established our own first casino, eucasino.com. Mm-hmm. And since then, we've we've grown from a company of uh, about twenty people into into a company of over over three hundred in our wow. offices in 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 Cyprus. Uh, we we have we 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 are like a casino network, so we have about uh, almost fifty brands, I would say, with us. Uh, most of them are are our own, but we also have some white labels. Uh, our biggest casinos are Playojo.com very known in, in the UK and Sweden. Uh, Drukluk uh, is our biggest brand in Germany. We have Lakiniki in, in, in Asia. Uh, Pagana Play in, in Portugal and Brazil. Play Uzu is, is our, it's the same as Play Ojo, but we, we just changed the name because Ojo is Ojo in, in, in Spanish. So we, we changed it to Uzu and that's our main brand for, for Spanish speaking markets as well. Uh, me myself, I'm, I'm originally from Finland. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 I used to have my own uh, movie rental shop uh, back in back in uh, Espo in, in Finland, and uh, when I saw uh, that they were uh, looking for a customer support manager, Finnish speaking, in in into Malta to to work for a company called Parbet, which was owned by Expect back then, uh, I applied for it. I, I got the job. I moved to Malta, stayed there for uh, one and a half years, almost two years, and uh, since then I, I I've moved via Wager Logic in, in in Cyprus to this company. Wow. Okay. Sounds like first of all a really interesting shift from being in the movies rental business to the eye gaming field. Uh, just out of curiosity, what is your favorite movie of all time? Oh, I would say Unusual Suspects. Unusual suspect by whom? Oh, I don't remember who, but uh, it has Kevin Spacey in it. Uh, oh, right. So, so he's the main guy, and uh, it had so many twists and turns in that movie that I, I really enjoyed when it first came back. 
I never watched it, but now I'm intrigued to watch it because I think he's an amazing actor. I recently watched his movie, uh, American Beauty, I think uh-huh. it was. Such a fabulous movie. You know, just yeah, the storytelling was... and cinematically, it's so well done. Um, you know, I, I, the other day I watched the Avatar in the, in the cinema. The new one? Okay. Yeah, the new one. Unfortunately, and I hope that the Cameron, Cameron, if I'm pronouncing his name right, won't be upset with me if he's listening to this podcast, but I had to leave the cinema after like 70, 80 minutes, something like that. I just couldn't take it. It was uh, like storytelling wise, it just wasn't for me. Like mm. It was like very beautiful, really, like the 3D and the animation and everything was so beautiful. But for me, I'm more of a storytelling kind of guy. And I just couldn't handle the, not even the simplicity, but really the boredom of of the story. So yeah, I I think he's already because I I I heard that they already made the third one as well for the Avatar. Yes. So I, the whole this second movie is just building up to the third one, and uh, then seeing if if they're gonna make a fourth or a fifth one, depending on how the, how the movies do. So I, I guess it's it's a bit difficult to to create it. I mean, it's not like Lord of the Rings, which already had three movies and it's mm. based on a story and and it was easier to follow as a, as a, as a storyline. So uh, I I will go see it for sure the the second Avatar, but I, I have a feeling it might be the same same one for me as well. It's like this is just a obligatory movie to see before yes. you, can, <laughs> you can conclude the whole thing. So maybe we'll, I'll only go see it when the third one has come and then watch it before that. I want to tell you that the other day, uh, my friend told me um, that he's that he's seen on the internet that the third movie of Avatar is going to be around five hours. Well, I, I don't, do you I think don't... it's it's feasible? You think? No, I, I think if you think about how how the industry has changed, I mean the 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 attention span that people have, it 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 doesn't last that long anymore. I mean we we are used to seeing quick. Uh, YouTube videos or five minute videos, 10 minute videos max, and then we need to change into something else and something else. I mean, the whole entertainment business has has moved into that. So so to keep you for five hours just watching something, it, it I mean, it works if you make it into one hour series, let's say, TV mm. series for one hour, then you can watch it. But if you make it into one movie and you're supposed to be in the movie theater for five hours, uh, it's not going to, I don't think people can wait that long. Yeah, you know, I told him that I think that maybe it is feasible if it's going to be divided into like uh, two or three sub movies and you buy like an expensive ticket and you go to the cinema like every week to watch the second installment of the of the third movie. So maybe that way it can work, kind of a cinematic series in a way. Exactly, if you make it into series, but it, it's difficult now because there's so much entertainment out there even even casino is entertainment but there's so much entertainment out there and all are competing for for the valuable time that people have the free time that people have i mean you have your streaming you have your 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 computer games you you have your music you have all of this that competes for the time and it's difficult for you to find five hours nowadays anymore for for something that you would go and watch a movie I would think that if people would do that, they would have the movie in the background and then they would be fiddling with their phones at the same time just to feel more efficient in a way, to yes. do, feel that they're doing more things 
Yeah, like these days when we are doing just one thing, we feel like we are missing on something else or not being responsible enough. Like we need to be simultaneously like everywhere and doing many things at the same time and just sitting down and watching a movie or a series or just even talking to a friend. Like we cannot keep our focus in talking to one person. So no, sitting no. in the cinema for like five hours sounds like uh, almost an impossible goal. Um, so that's about it. But, you know, let's go back to you. Uh, okay. So you had this shift from uh, the... The movies rental industry you had like your own rental uh, place and you moved on to the iGaming industry what really happened there well to be honest I've always been interested in in, in sports and sports betting especially even when I was a young young guy so I, I well e- even before that I mean if you, if you think about my what what dreams that I had but what what I wanted to do when I grew up was my only goal was to Basically, just I want to work away from Finland. I want to mm. work abroad. I want to go into another culture, immerse myself into another culture and 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 to work there. So why so? really? Why did you want to leave Finland? i I think I've always been a little bit more of an adventure in in, in that sense that there's absolutely nothing wrong with Finland. I, lo- I love the 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 country. I love the people. Uh, my family's still there, of course. and uh, but I, I wanted to see things. I wanted to see the world. I, I always wanted to be a traveler a bit. My, my father was a shipping engineer at one point and he was traveling the world uh, going to fix ships as well. And uh, even though he didn't have any English language, no, <laughs> but he, he still managed to do it. And when he came back, he was in Puerto Rico, San Juan or, or in Singapore or, or, or in Italy. So I, I guess that always built something in me and, and I was very quick to learn English language so it became very natural so before I even went to school I could speak in English language because I learned it from from television mm. and so so it became natural to me that I would want to travel the world and and, and see places mm-hmm. and then when it was combined with something that I I, I liked uh, sports betting uh, then it clicked so I, I applied for it and uh, I was lucky enough to 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 get the job um but like i said i i was interested in sports betting from from very young age i did quite a bit of it uh sometimes i maybe i even did a bit too much of it so so that al- already put me into the industry of of of, of gambling and, and and sports betting so yeah like i said it was it was a natural shift from that when I started to see that the movie rental business is not going to be lasting for long term they already had some <coughs> streaming stream yeah some streaming companies <laughs> Netflix wasn't there yet but the some streaming companies were coming and people were downloading more from 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 the internet so mm-hmm. you could see that it it's not going to last that long so i I needed to look somewhere else to do things and and the thing that interested me was was sports betting. because I, i I was doing it constantly and then to move into to to abroad and Malta as, as a place sounded very 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 exotic and interesting to me and this was back in 2005 mm. so before all the high rises that Malta has right now so when it was actually a quite a idyllic cute place to actually live for a while at least. Yes, you know, I went to Malta like I think it was a month or two ago for the Sigma event, and I've uh-huh. never in my life seen so many billboards uh, about iGaming and iGaming events and you know this and that. So it's literally the capital of the iGaming industry. 
essentially. It, it is. It, it it grew so fast. They were very quick on it. They 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 already had the knowledge of the giving licenses to ships. Mm-hmm. So they they saw that that actually works. That the, the, they just regulate it in in a way, and they they founded another industry to regulate. And uh, because they were in the EU, it allowed a lot of companies to to have an EU license and thus work in many many markets in inside the EU that didn't have a regulated market back then yet. Mm. They grew a lot. Interesting. You said earlier, like a few sentences ago, that you were betting yourself, and maybe you've done it too much. What do you mean by too much? Well, I, yeah, I, I would say that I, I, I had a, a, even a little bit of an addictive personality when it came to sports betting, and and it it went for on for quite a long time. Um, I, I would whatever money that I would have. I mean, I, I would go out and, and, and either make bets or, or, or play in these, uh, because in, back in Finland, you had these um, slot machines inside shops and, and bars and, and, and pubs everywhere, uh, the government and gold-owned uh, ones. And uh, any extra money that I ever had, because I didn't really spend any money on myself, any extra money that I had basically went into these. So... It, it got me hooked on the industry, but it also, I, I, I could feel that it, it could cause me some, uh, some, some, some issues financially my, my, myself. I, I never, I don't think I ever got into the way that it, it became a huge gambling problem for me, mm. but it definitely created addictions in me that I even notice still now. Uh, I still do sports betting myself because I love it, but uh, I, I had a lot of friends who, who haven't been so lucky to to try to stop it that much uh they they have bet a lot they they lost their house they lost their families i i have my cousin who also works for uh for a organization in in in, in finland that helps the gambling addicted gambling problem uh players in finland and uh i i've seen a lot of negative things that that come from it so in in that sense, it it feels weird that I would work in in this industry when I, when I still know the pro- potential problems that you might have when when it comes to gambling. But uh, the the way I see it is is that it, it is important. When I started in in this industry, I think my one of my company was one of the first ones who got into responsible gaming. Mm. I, I was their first responsible gaming manager on top of my customer support management roles. And uh, back then in 2006, it was quite unheard of that uh, players could even put deposit limits on themselves or, or, or weekly le- limits or, 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 your, or betting limits in, 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 in general. So it, the industry has improved a lot since, since then. But for me... It, it is important, even though I work in this industry, especially when I work with casino games, is, is, is to try to be transparent, working for a company that is transparent, that is honest and, and, and follows the regulatory rules. And that is one thing that still keeps me working in this industry to try to improve on those so that we don't get players who have a lot of issues and, and, and could lose them and, and change their lives because of that. So. Yeah. It's really fascinating to me what you just said and also your personal story that goes hand in hand in hand 
uh, with it. Because, you know, um, first of all, I have to say on a personal note that I never had the courage to talk about this topic of like getting addicted and so on and so forth with anybody on the podcast. Literally, didn't have the courage to talk about it. And the mere fact you brought it up yourself and giving your own perspective, I think that by itself is admirable, in my opinion, because it comes out as genuine and honest. And I think it's it's really important to have those voices also in this industry. I, I, think, I think it's important for anybody who works in this industry that they need to acknowledge all the potential issues that can this industry can cause and try to feel and that they could be able to prevent it at, or make it uh, as, as difficult for, for players to get problem gambling on themselves because that doesn't benefit anybody. It, it doesn't benefit the, the, the companies who offer these. They don't know, benefit the players. They don't benefit even the regulators who, who have because it, anybody who creates uh, a problem gambling, that's going to cause a lot more money for the governments when they try to take care of these Mm. players so it's important that as it's our responsibility uh, as, a, as a company to try to alleviate as much as we can these these problem causes that could happen on this so that we don't cause more harm and we just focus on the on, on the entertainment values and and make sure that it doesn't become a problem to for the players I completely agree. And I also wanted to say that, you know, there are many business leaders who say exactly what you say, but sometimes it feels as they say it for the sake of it, because it's a good thing to say. It's the correct thing to say. But when you say it with your personal story, it hits differently. You see, it it, yeah. it, it resonates more. Yeah, I, I, I've seen my share of uh, even... even close close friends and family members as well that can suffer from this so it, it is important for me to, that i don't lose my own morals basically uh, working in this industry but also that i can i will be able to try to help uh to, to help my company to 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 be as transparent as possible in and and creating uh, processes that 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 help and i have to say that now with many regulations the, it has become it has become uh, better for the players in, in, in that sense. Some regulators, okay, they, they go a little bit too far, which then creates that, that their need to control becomes an, an issue that it is for many companies the easy way not to follow the regulation rules. Like you, you see these issues happen in Sweden, you see these issues happening in Germany, that you regulate it so much that it's worthwhile for companies not to follow the regulation rules. Mm -hmm. And that then caused that then you have companies that don't follow any rules and that's going to be more harmful uh, at the end of the day for, for most of the players who are in the risk zone of, of, of becoming gambling addicted. Mm. You know, as you were speaking, I started thinking about your personal life and how you present yourself to new people that get to know you. Do you feel some sometimes awkward or maybe receiving like bad responses when you introduce yourself and telling people you are from the iGaming industry? Or do people are open to that and just see it as, as a normal thing per se? It depends on the where, where you are. So for instance, for Finland, because in Finland, it, you, you have a, such a strong brand in the the, the regulatory, go, the governmental mm -hmm. one, the brand Veikkaus. It, it, it's such a strong one and everybody in Finland, they, they, they do lotto or they do sports betting or they do horses or anything like this. 
So in there, it's it's not that much of a taboo to say mm. that, okay, I work in this industry, except the fact that you're working for, for a company that is not the government company. And, and for many, many years, this was considered as heretic, basically. It's like, yes. oh, no, they are the evil, the mm. evil Maltese companies and all of this. <laughs> I, I never found it as an issue, though, with my friends or my family or anything like this. But I've noticed here in Cyprus, where, where our company is, that they're still more uh, a lot of secret traditional families because it's a very religious country as well that they find it that it's more acceptable that their uh, their sons and daughters would go and work for crypto for instance which they consider as a financial mm. instead of a highly regulated uh, online casino company yes. that it would be much more acceptable for them even though we, we all know that crypto has its own issues as well and might not be as heavily regulated as, as, as casino is right now. It has like a different branding, I feel, that makes yeah. it look more like okay. Uh, even though, as you said, it's much less regulated, therefore it's, it's riskier than Correct. playing in an online casino that is regulated and uh, approved and has all the systems, the responsible gaming systems in, in, uh, intact. Uh, so yes, I completely agree with you. It also, um, you know, I had a conversation the other day Uh, when I when I had the podcast with uh, Alessandro from uh, Double Up, I think that's the, that's the name of the company, the CEO uh -huh. there. And we talked about the fact that at least when you're going to a, to a casino, a social casino, an online, of course, one, uh, you know where you are logging into. Uh, but there are so many games that are considered simply um, mobile games that play out with much more. harsher and manipulative tactics that uh. you, your defense mechanisms are going down and they simply exploit it. I told him that I had this game that I used to play called Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, uh. on, on mobile. And like technically it's just a mobile game, uh, but they do this thing when you buy cards in the game in, in, with real money, which is okay, but like you can spend literally hundreds of dollars just getting a specific card that is a rare card that you want and then once you get it after a month they will release a new ban list of cards that are like overpower and they will ban them out of the game and you won't be able even to play the card that you bought for hundreds of dollars and you need to start all over again and then I'm asking myself is it isn't it like even worse than online casino and it's being you know disguised as just a normal game yes. now I'm not talking specifically just about Yu-Gi-Oh but about the perspective that people are you know putting this negative stigma on casino meanwhile there are other games who are using much worse tactics and have no regulations whatsoever in, in, if you think about many games I mean how easy it is on a mobile game for you to purchase extra additions and everything like this I mean you you, you hear it's often that, that that your kid has just spent 2,000 euros because he didn't understand it was so easy for just yeah. because the credit card is on the mobile phone and everything like this. And and it only gives you time, okay, in, in, in a sense that at least from a casino you might have a chance to also win some money back as well. I'm not, I'm not justifying it, of course, but but it, 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 it seems that this is now constantly a way to, 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 to collect the, 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 The money from 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 players doesn't matter if it's a casino if it's a mobile or anything like this but it, it it's uh it's it's the entertainment of it all right now mm -hmm. it's it's like you're 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 
and and the casinos are, are not looking too good on it because we, we've been we've been put down so for so many years already decades or so people don't feel it as as acceptable way of of, of spending your money but uh, putting a lot of money on mobile games or 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 anything else that that has a monthly subscription seems like it's an okay thing to do yes because you're you're getting they they think that you're getting some sort of value on it you you also get the same entertainment value also from a casino i mean the games right now are, are very 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 nicely made in 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 that sense so it, it is a stigma that you you still have to fight for in, yes. in many markets that's true And you talked about the kids these days, and I want to ask you about yourself as a kid. Mm. What was your dream as a kid? What did you dream about becoming? I think I have, when I was a kid, I think I wanted to be an archaeologist. Really? It, it was, it, yeah, it was the same. I, I grew up when, when Indiana Jones and all of those started to come, and I was always into history. But it, it was also a, a dream that was shared uh, by my, my, my brother as well. So... Uh, Eventually, I, I was going to apply for the university to go to the history, but then at the last minute, it, it, something stupid came up that I heard that there was another person applying also into that same place. And I was like, I, I don't want to spend three, four years potentially being with this person. So I changed my <laughs> mind. I, I, I was in the mi Finnish military back then. And And I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't apply for there. So then, <laughs> then, I, then I've tried to find a... a A, a place where I could study in English so that at least I, I knew that then if I studied in English, I, I would be able to easily go and, and, and work abroad with, with, with my language skills. So I did. I did the simple way of getting international business and marketing mm -hmm. in, 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 in English back in Finland. And uh, with that, I knew that eventually I would be able to go and work either here in, in Finland to an international company or, or go and work abroad. So it was that one person that had this twist, uh, simple twist of faith. Very uh, quick, very quick <laughs> spot decision. It was like I was going to be applying and then I decided, ah, oh, maybe, maybe I shouldn't apply. And I, 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 don't, I haven't regretted it at all, to be honest. I, I still love history. I, lo I love historical movies. I, I, I read about history as well. So it, it's still a passion for me. But... Uh, I'm, I'm thinking that I had a better chance of uh, way of going and traveling and seeing the world and working on the iGaming industry, to be honest. Yes. Um, so for how many years in total you've been in this industry? I've been now for 17 years. Wow. Yeah. So like I said, I started as a customer support manager in Malta. And then uh, when I... Uh, The, the company was called Parvet and it, it was quite big in, in, in poker. It was one of the first ones that was giving out rake back. I, I guess retrospectively, you could see that initially with any company that started to give out rake back was actually going to destroy the poker world <laughs> in, in, in that sense because the margins went so down. But anyway, back then it was because of this, they, they, they got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of players and, and uh, they were bought by a company called Cryptologic. Mm. Oh, Wagerlogic was their was their support company, and this was because they uh, they had just dropped 70% of their poker customers because they they decided to leave from US when US wanted to leave. So their idea of how to get this back was to buy two companies: the Parbet for the poker and also BetSafe Poker as well, the poker operations from mm. it. And and they thought that this is gonna 
just automatically give them back the 70%. But in, in Europe, of course, that anybody who has bought uh, a platform or, or a poker company understands that it is not very easy to transfer the players together with it. So it had a lot of problems with WagerLogic when it comes to payments uh, solutions. You, ha you didn't have any payment solutions that would have worked for Scandinavian companies who were already quite advanced back then in 2006, 2007. So we lost almost all the players within a couple of weeks. Wow. Because, because they didn't have proper payment methods. The, the, the Finnish and the Norwegians, they were used to the fact that they deposit with, the, with bank uh, deposits and, and we throw directly into their banks. And uh, WagerLogic back then, they didn't have an option. I mean, I had to inform them about that we, we need to have this if you want to keep the players and eventually they did get. But uh, it's like you, you had credit cards, but back then you couldn't withdraw to the credit cards any more than what you had deposited. So you mm -hmm. couldn't do that. So their only options were money bookers back then and changed to Skrill later on or, or Netteller. And the Scandinavian customers, they weren't used to these internet wallets. They didn't trust them. So people were asking to get money by check. Mm. But but it was like you, you withdraw 100 euros by check and you take it to a Finnish bank that had stopped using checks for 10, 10 years already. Wow. So it was like, okay, you... 100 and it's going to cost you 70 euros to cash this check. <laughs> so it's like you'd only get like 30 euros back. So yeah, it, it, it became quite quickly known that it's it's not going to work out. A lot of the players would lose. So they, it was not a very good investment because it wasn't thoroughly, you know, to, to see that if, if these players, what they, what they were getting with Parbet when we were under Xbet is, is that can we provide the same? So but in this deal, I originally came to Cyprus. I, I, I met my girlfriend. Then I went back to Malta when WagerLogic wanted to have their offices in Malta. I went to run there as, a, as, a, as another customer team leader. And, uh, but after six months going back and forth with my girlfriend, I decided, okay, I, I want to come, come to Cyprus. And I asked WagerLogic, can I come back to Cyprus? And they said, yeah, of course you can come, but you have to start from the bottom. Mm. So... I, I wasn't that keen on starting from the bottom. I, I didn't like the company that much. <laughs> so I, I, I quit immediately there. And uh, then I came to Cyprus without a job. But luckily, after one week, I, I, I found this current job that I have right now. Well, the company at least. I started as an affiliate manager, moved up to a marketing manager. I eventually was a sports betting manager and I ran also the poker for us. Uh, until we, we decided to get rid of the poker about four years ago. And uh, the, we, we were with the Primo Network with, with, with Migra Gaming and when they decided to stop the rake back, we lost a lot of players from, from ourselves. So we didn't see that, especially because a lot of markets were becoming regulated that it, it wasn't worthwhile anymore to, to have the poker product and go into the, all the regulated markets, which we would have needed to do. So. Mm. We stopped it and uh, I, I was going to leave the company, but I guess luckily for me, the the guy who was the head of games before me, he, he, he had a better offer and he, he moved away and they offered the job to me. And now I've been doing this for almost four years. So. Wow. I have to say, this is such a great turn of events, how everything, you know, conspires together just so <laughs> you get eventually 
to that, that position that you're having right now. And by, just by the look on your face, it seems that you are quite happy at your place right now. Definitely. I, I mean, in, if, if you think about in this industry, anybody who remains in a company, the same company in this iGaming like, industry for more than 15 years, it's, it, it, it shows that, that you, you enjoy being in the company and, and not just, I mean, if you just enjoy the industry or you want to exceed and promote, get promotions, you, you can easily find another job with when you've been in the company for even for one year or two years. If you have even a little bit of experience working in this industry, you, you will always be able to get a better job with higher salaries and everything like this. But if you decide to remain in the company for 15 years, it just shows the company has, has good values as well, especially for me, because like I said, I, I'm, I'm, I, I have very important, those, those are very important values for me uh, to, to, to be sure that uh, we are transparent with, with, with our players and, and there's no, nobody trying to screw anybody over mm. and, and we, we try to be honest with anybody. So th those are very important for me. And, and this is a company that, that takes care of uh, their employees very, very well. And it's been a good company to grow with. I mean, I feel that I've, I've helped with, with myself being when it was a smaller company and I feel that I've contributed. I've gotten more responsibilities and, 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 and more work and more, more challenges as well. So that the challenges have been increasing the more we've grown as a, as a company. And so far, I, 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 I like it as long as they, they keep giving me challenges that I, I can overcome. I, 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 I'm always going to be more happier for it. Yes. You know, you said earlier that you've been in this industry for almost 20 years, essentially. Um, and I want to ask you on the personal level, what is the biggest lesson that you've learned in this time? Oh, that's a difficult question, to be honest. There, there are a lot of things that, uh, that I've learned. One thing is that, that, you, you need a good team around you. you. You can't do things by yourself. You, you really need a good team around you to, to help you grow. Uh, and you have to have really good communication in, in, in order to do that. There's, okay, I, like one example for me when I was starting out, I can tell you was that when I was a support manager back, back at Parbet and I was in charge of I think there was six or seven 18 to 19 year old Scandinavian kids. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I was 25 back then. So mm -hmm. I was maybe six years older than them. Still, I'm not sure how, how adult I was back then still at 25, but still I, I immediately as my first job, I went in, I became very close with them. I became very big friends with them. And to me, it was very difficult to, when the first person decided that, okay, I'm, I'm going to go back now and study in, in back in Sweden. Mm -hmm. it's, it, it, it was like a huge blow to my heart in, in a way, because I felt that, okay, I'm, I'm, I've, I've now made friends with these people. These, these, I consider them my, my friends, my colleagues, even though I was their boss, but still it's like, I'm, I'm there to try to build my life in, in a new place. But then you have a lot of people who are not in the same place as you mm. that they they see this as a as a as something to do for fun for one year or two years and it it took away a lot of my the, the whole basis of myself because it was the first time this this has happened to me and and i i think that 
I, I learned from from that is to okay, you 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 want to make your friends, you you want to to build yourself, but but don't put too much of yourself in 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 other people in mm. in in self that you, when you're building your life, and it it is very important that you you build it for yourself in 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 that sense, yeah, and you find people also who who think a little bit like you as well. Um, because like I said, yeah, it, it was a quite big of a shock to me. Then I started to, okay, this, this is normal. It's, this is exactly what they are supposed to do. They're 18, 19 year old kids. They, of course, they're not going to be thinking that they're going to be in the iGaming industry for years and years and years to come. But for me, okay, I've, I considered this to be that, um, that this is going to be my life now. I'm, I'm going to start building my career in this industry. And, uh, it was difficult to see that not everybody thinks the same. You know, I have to ask you, do you consider yourself kind of a family person like that has strong orientation towards his family? Uh, I do, even though I don't have kids myself, but uh, I, I, I do. I, I'm, I'm very loyal towards my family. I'm very close with them, all of them, my brother especially. Uh, but yeah, we are, we are very close family unit. I have two sisters and, 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 and a brother. Uh, my mother and father, they divorced, but uh, I still speak with them constantly. And so we are very close to in, in that sense. So I, I, I was taught very good family values. So I, I, I would think that, that that's the basis of my thinking as well. Yes, you know, because when you were talking, it resonated with me a lot because, you know, I, I grew up as a single child to a single mom. And I think that because of that, I have this tendency that I, I learned how to balance through the years, just as yourself, uh, that when I meet people and I like them and I kind of get uh, emotionally attached to them as a person, mm. I kind of see them as my extended family. Meanwhile, not it is not always the reality, and Correct. then you get disappointed or you or you feel left out because you were really emotionally invested in somebody or liking them as as if they were part of your family or your brother or whatever. And just your story resonated with me a lot about learning how to balance everything and just know that everybody has like their own path in life and people see things differently and you need to be more aware of the people you really let in into your heart into your life and so on and so forth. So it was a great story. Correct. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be open all the time to every people because you, you have to be you and you want to help other people as well to grow themselves. But yes, it, it becomes a little bit as, a, as an, yeah, as an exercise on, on who to, who to you, to who do you let in to be, become very, very close to you is, is, it's part of growing up. It's, it's part of growing up because you, you had one way of we see seeing how life is and then then when you go into a different culture and you move away from that anyway so if you you understand that you cannot use the same same way how you felt back well, while while i was in finland you can't do the same thing when you're in malta when you're already in a new situation and everybody else is in a new situation it's like it's it, it life changes and, yeah. and you just need to be able to adapt to it yeah that's so true I think it's a great challenge for people that are more sensitive and more like open-hearted other than people that are like more kill, killer instinct and, you know, just trying to get the best out of everybody. So it is, it is a challenge. Um, what is your vision for yourself these days? 
What do you see for yourself? Well, I want to grow myself still. Still, I want, there's a lot of things I, I, I still want to accomplish myself. But my, my, I'm, I'm starting to know, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm now 42. I'm, I'm starting to... You're still young. Uh, still, still <laughs> moderate, moderately young, let's say. <laughs> I, I, I think I still want to do things for myself a little bit more. I've been quite focused on, on, on my career now for quite a lot of years now as well. And uh, I, th I, th I think I, I, I want to experience the world a little bit more even and experience new experiences, to be honest. So I still want to grow in, in, in the industry to, to get even higher positions where, where I want, where I, be, where I feel that I, I can still be useful. I don't need mm. to be the CEO of the company. I don't need to be anything like this, but I, I, I want to feel that I'm needed and, and the fact that I, I can help wherever I am. Um, I want to help my team grow. I want them to, the ones who have just started in, in, in the industry and, and if they want to go higher up in this, in, in this industry, I want to see if I can help them in any ways. Um, Yeah. Personally, like I said, you know, I want I, I want to still experience new things. I'm I'm not too old for that yet. So <laughs> Yeah. And do you think about kids, having kids? Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, think about uh, having kids. Uh, I'm not sure if, if if that will ever happen, but yes, if it does, it would be great. Yeah. Because you know, to me it sounds like you are ready for it in in many ways. By the way that you talk, yeah, in 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 many ways, yes, as well. But uh, also, I I also like my my own personal time as well sometimes. So it's it, it's needed, like you said. It's 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 a balancing act as well. Yes, you, it's a balancing act between your personal life and 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 your work life and career. I'm I, I'm a person who who considers where I work is is part of my life. I don't consider a job just a job. Mm. It, it's part of my life. Uh, so it, it's easy for me to grow in it, but at the same time, it, it, it can take over a little bit too much of my time as well because of it, because I, I want, I don't, I care for it so much. I care for my job. I care for my work. It's important for me that, uh, that whatever I do, it, it helps the company as well where I am. Mm. So it's, it's not just a job for me that I can just go at nine, clock out at six and that's it. That's. That's what I did. It's 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 part of my uh, existence, I would say, right now. Mm -hmm. You know, um, in Hebrew, there is this saying to describe what you just said. Uh, we call it sachkan neshama, which uh -huh. means it's like a player on the field that puts his entire soul just to the one thing that he's that he's doing, like his job is whatever. So you sound like this type of person. So it's beautiful, I have to say. Uh, and second. Um, The next logical question that I want to ask you is, uh, how do you balance everything, really? Like, do you meditate, reading books, praying, uh, journaling, sports? Like, what do you do to stay balanced? Uh, I do running, to be honest. I, I started when, when, when the COVID hit. Um, I've always, I'm always been a little bit athletic person, never like too much. I did orienteering when I was uh, younger in Finland. Also a little bit here in Cyprus. I enjoyed going to the nature. But 
when the COVID hit and, and in Cyprus, especially you had that you couldn't go anywhere. You could only send a message on your phone that you could go out for three hours maximum. Wow. So yeah, so you, everybody was here inside for, I don't even remember how long it was, but basically it was like, you could go one, only one time, one person to go out. You couldn't go see anybody. You couldn't go any restaurant. You couldn't do anything. The only thing that you were allowed to do was, um, go to exercises outside mm-hmm. or go to a shop, go to a pharmacy, go to a doctor uh, or or to help an elderly person who wouldn't be able to take care of themselves. And those were the only acceptable ones. And for me, okay, we would go to the shop once a week. So that left six times to do. So that left me to, to go running. So I started, I wasn't in that good of a shape. So I started by doing two kilometers of running. Mm. consistent then slowly the next week three kilometers slowly slowly four then five and six and so on i was stuck on the six kilometer mark for a long time then i decided to just push myself and i did eight and then suddenly it started to go quite quickly 10 11 12 14 15 20 half marathon no wow i'm shocked yeah, wow. I, I lost a lot of uh, weight uh, and uh, I was feeling really, really good about myself. I just put headphones on, started listening to podcasts and music and uh, and audiobooks. And while I was running, uh, I was like two hours by myself. Wow. And it was good. It was good. But then like everything comes, it's like... Then uh, I I hurt my uh, my foot and I I couldn't run for for six weeks and then when I started to try to get back again I couldn't reach my same the same levels that I did I became very demotivated then when I started to come back again then I got COVID and then the, then that put me again for four weeks I couldn't do anything and then my back hurt and all of this and it started to put demotivating me and and. I have, I still haven't gotten back to those same same levels. If I would go running right now, I, I probably could run seven, eight kilometers very, very slowly. Not, not the same speed, but I, I did enjoy the running and the freedom of it. Yeah, um, I like running a lot as well. Uh, I always say that if I had the same passion for running uh, um, in like, you know, lifting weights, I'll be like a bodybuilder. Like uh, I hate uh putting weights on uh so now i actually bought um inline skates uh so i'm skating around yesterday was my second day with them uh and whoa you know it was kind of frightening (laughs) in some moments because there is this huge down downward uh street next to Uh my house and i got just you know got so much speed and i was like this is the end (laughs) this is the end so yeah i'm still struggling with that but uh yeah i I completely agree with you that sports it's something that helps you to stay balanced specifically running because it's somewhat like meditation almost it is because you 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 start okay the times when I'm not listening to something, I, I'm, I'm always being very good to clear my head. But sometimes if, you, if you're if you thinking about something at work, like how would you handle it? There's a problem at work. What should I do? I have so much work I need to do and accomplish. And then you start thinking in your head. But when you go running and you start, you, you go through that problem in your head. Okay, maybe I should do this. Would that work? Would that work? And it's like, you just go through it and you, go, you focus on the problem so so much that it doesn't become a problem anymore. It's mm-hmm. like you 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 solve it in your head after you've done it. Um, 
for me, it, it this helps. Of course, for other people, it, it helps that you, you you talk with other people and you talk with other people and you get uh, solutions from them as well. And and that finds a solution. To me, I've always found it that when when I when I do things uh, independently, like like this running and just think it through, I, I'll be able to find a solution. Because it helps you like to um, think about the things in a, in a manner that is not stressed out, like more going with the flow of everything. Correct. And and when you're running, it feels like you, you get more blood into your, your brain as yeah. well. So, so it, and when you focus on that, it, it becomes a very, 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 very good way of, of that a type of meditation in, in a way. Yes. Not, not, not quieting down. I mean, I've never been... I, I mean, I, I tried yoga for a while, and it, it was good for 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 my um, for my muscles. Actually, not mm. not not the meditating part, but I was able to do stretching a lot more, and 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 it was very good for especially for running as well. It was in in that sense. But for meditation, it's like if if I try to clear my head and I'm lying down somewhere, I'm gonna fall asleep. <laughs> I, I never had any problem falling asleep. I mean, like. When I go, even now, when I go to bed, it's like one, two minutes and I'm already snoring. My girlfriend complains to me. It's like, <laughs> she always says to, to me that before we go to bed, it's like, oh, give me at least five minutes, please. Can you give me five minutes before you fall asleep and start snoring? <laughs> I try, I try. But it's like the moment I go to bed and I, I close my eyes and I, I, my body is automatically, okay, bye-bye. You know, that's really good because it really, it really shows that you are a balanced person because I came to understand that there are so many people these days who are struggling with sleep disorders. Hmm. Like I think that 80, maybe not 80, but 70% of my friends are dealing with sleeping problems and taking sleeping pills just to hmm. fall asleep because their brain never stops running. Never. Yeah, so yeah. we are from the, we are the lucky ones. Like I'm the same as yourself. Like when I lay in bed, like in five ten minutes, I'm out of here. But yeah. for some people, it's almost a ritual just to fall asleep. So, yeah. so sometimes, <laughs> it is, okay. From for me, uh, you know, like I said, it's balanced. I, I remember a story in the army where we had one guy who would fall asleep anywhere in the army. So <laughs> so I think he was a middle of our like a winter war exercise. In, in Finland, you, you have to go to the army. It's obligatory. Just also like in, in Israel. In Israel as well. Yeah. Israel, you stay longer. In Finland, it's minimum six months. And then I was up one year. And uh, the, the, the this guy is like, we're, we're in the middle of the winter war and, and we go into this big tent where the big generals are and they're giving us like the, the plan on how we're going to do this and how we're going to do this. And he, in the middle while he's talking, suddenly this guy who had just come in and is like, just we just hear snoring. It's like we're, everybody have to focus on it, and suddenly this guy's just snoring and just falling down. I mean, it was so hilarious. Uh, he could fall asleep anywhere. Uh, and he wasn't. He was that he was. He was exhausted from it. No, of nothing like that. It was just, and he he went there and immediately just started. Snoring. It sounds like a scene from a movie, almost. Yeah, it does, almost. <laughs> But it was just so hilarious when that happened. <laughs> Before we talked about that story, you, you talked a bit about work and, and stressors and stuff like that. And I want to know how many people are working underneath you? Underneath me directly, I have now six people in, in my team or on our games department team. Yes. So, yeah, this games department team, it works closely together with uh, a lot of other departments as well. We, we, 
we we are the ones that people usually come when they have a, a questions or, or or they need to escalate things to uh, when it's related to games and game providers or anything from integrations to to game performances or or, or analytics or or anything like this. Do you think the people who work under you will testify for you for being a good boss? I would think so. I would hope so, at least. Um, but I, the the people who have worked underneath me have also been a long time in the company mm-hmm. as well. So we 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 have uh, one girl, Charlie. She's she's been actually longer than me. She was she's the longest. Mer- surviving person in in, in, in our company as well she is surviving person yeah (laughs) she's she's very loved by all the all the uh, game providers who would also justify to her excellence Uh, i have other people as well who have been there for 10 years eight years Uh, i have a couple of newer ones who have been only for one year they they all seem to love it they 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 love working with the games and the games team and that we have, and uh, I, I would think so. They 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 consider me to be a good boss. Yeah, yeah, that's important. And you know, it this is, pod- it is. this podcast is called Business Leaders Stories. So I have to ask you, what is your definition for a leader? My definition for 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 a leader is 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 somebody who not just shows the way, but I'm who's. The way I, I work, at least myself, is that I, I would not put any of my employees to do anything that I haven't done. Mm. I, I need to be able to do it. I need to be able to see it. I need to be able to create a process. I need to understand it, how it works. I need to be able to see how I can make it easier for my team to do. Uh, that, that to me is very, very important. Uh, you, you have to have good communication. You have to have a good understanding, but also more importantly, you have to have trust. You, you have to have, my team has to have the trust to feel that I, I have their backs. Even if they make mistakes, that's absolutely fine. In, in, in my department, we, some of the mistakes can cause a lot of costs in revenue for, mm-hmm. for, for the company especially. But I, I don't want to blame anybody. Because at the end of the day, it's always the buck stops here. So if my team, somebody from my team makes a mistake, the whole team made a mistake. I made a mistake. Mm. I, I don't want anybody to be blamed on anything. It feels that then if main reason is that if they did some mistake, it, it becomes that maybe I didn't train them well in, or they didn't understand something. And then we just have to communicate it better. And they have to be understand, trusting the fact that, that everything will be okay after that. So if to, if to summer, summer up your, your things, you said that leadership for you is first of all about trust. Uh-huh. communication and uh-huh. leading by from experience and by example correct yes. knowledge knowledge in this industry is power you have to have the knowledge but you also need to know how what to do with that knowledge and how to give that knowledge also to your team members yes that's true I completely agree and I can also feel it in my personal life because I think that if I would have asked my boss the same question he would give me a similar answer I think that's why we get along so well so uh-huh. I couldn't agree more with what you just said. And as our conversation is coming to an end, there is one last question I want to ask you because I was really, I, I had so much fun with, with our conversation today. And I also enjoy asking that particular question lately to people that I bring to the podcast. And the question goes like this. Picture this. You are 120 years old. All right. 
<laughs> and you are lying, laying. Yeah, that, sometimes my grammar is a mess, but whatever. <laughs> you are laying on your deathbed, all right, peacefully, surrounded mm-hmm. by all the people you love the most, like your your um, wife, right? She's your wife these days. No, still a girlfriend. Still, okay, your girlfriend. Been together for fifteen years, so it, still. <laughs> it, it passes for wife. Yes. <laughs> so Definitely. you're surrounded by your girlfriend, your family, uh, your friends, everybody that you care about. Mm-hmm. But listen to this. Everything that you've created in your life, like this podcast, posts on social media, letters, everything is disappearing, everything. Uh-huh. And this is your last chance to share with your loved ones three significant truths that you want them to live by as you live this, this earth. Oh man, you, you ask very difficult questions, to be honest. <laughs> well, first of all, I, I don't, believing I would live up to 120 years old. I, 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 don't think, I, I don't think I would want to, to be honest, to live to 120 years old. Because to me, this, this living in this life, is, it's not about the length of time. It's, it's about the quality of time. Mm. To me, it's is that if you're able to give something back, then, then you should do it. If you're able to, it's, it's not about taking from this life or taking from other people. It's about giving and that actually, to me, you can find balance in. Um, yeah, what would be the third one? So there was, the first one is about... Uh, quality of life. Yeah, it's, quality of life. So, so because I, I think too many people are, 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 are focusing too much about that they, they, they need to live longer. But it's, it, it comes to the fact that it's more important to have a quality of life in, in, in the sense that mm. you, you've lived a life that which is full of memories, a life that you have done things, you've seen things. And to me, if you, if you live a full life like that, it doesn't then matter how old you, 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 you get mm. as long as you're able to do it. Um, the second one was to, 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 to give back more than, than, than you take from from anybody in the life and overall respect people mm. just respect everybody in this in this world you you see everybody see see them as equals doesn't matter where they come from or what they've done how old they are if you see them the same way as as you want them to see you you see them as equals you're not better than them you're not worse than them just respect other people and and listen to their points of view all of them wow you know so i i loved everything that you said and it's funny because yesterday i had an interview uh that uh when i um finished uh this uh question and the, and the person answered it was max he's the cto of uh, of sigma so mm. he gave his answer and then he asked me what would be the three things that I would have said? Uh, so the last thing that I said was exactly what you said. I talked uh. about respect and, um, and I specifically said, remember that you are not better than anybody else and you are not worse than anybody else. Correct. We are all the same. And then I gave a, a reference uh, from a book that I've read called I Am Death. It's a uh-huh. great spiritual book to anybody who's interested. And in the book, he says that we are all uh, the same in substance, but different in memory. Uh-huh. 
And then、uh. he gives this beautiful metaphor that he says it's like、uh, flowers, like their color is different, but they are all but they all stem from the same sunlight.、Uh, oh, it's、so, beautiful, man. Yeah, it was yeah, very beautiful. Yeah. But can you imagine how much better the world would be if everybody just would respect each other? Yeah. But in many cases, the moment you go in and drive in your car, you, the respect for other people <laughs> ends. For 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 many people, even for me, sometimes it's difficult when when you're driving a car to respect other people、yeah. as well. <laughs> it, it is difficult, but yeah, try. That's all you can. Anybody can do. Try. Yeah, most definitely. At least be aware to that. You know, I, yeah, I, I, I went to acknowledge、uh, it. Acknowledge your own weaknesses in 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 the sense, and and try to improve yourself. Yeah, you know, I just went to a self development course where they taught us just to be aware to what we feel. Like even if you、mm-hmm. get upset or get angry, just tell yourself in the moment, "I feel I'm getting angry. I feel、mm-hmm. that I'm upset." Just tell it to yourself to acknowledge it to yourself, because、mm-hmm. once you become aware to that, it allows you to choose differently in the next、Correct. moment. Correct. See, so no, no, but nobody's perfect. I, th- I think it was one Paulo Coelho book. I remember there was The Alchemist. I don't. I don't know. Was it the alchemist? I don't remember. It was many, many years ago that I read about it. It was that one part where there was a, in in the story that was telling about this big、uh, murderer and 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 rapist and robber, and he was very upset because apparently there was this person who was a saint living in the same area,、mm. and this person, the the murderer, couldn't understand how come he's a saint and he's a murderer. And I remember that when he went, the the, the guy went there to kill the saint. And then he asks, like, like, how come you are like this, and how come I'm, I'm like that? Okay, I, I could be completely differently paraphrasing this, yeah, but this、sure. is what, what basically is what I remember from, from the book was that the saint said that, look, I, I have exactly, exactly the same thoughts that you have. I mean, yeah, I might think about women. I might think about, oh, I would like, like to steal that thing because it's a nice thing. I have exactly the same thoughts that you have. The thoughts do not define a man. I'm. It's the actions that、exactly. you do, and and your choices that you choose what to do with those. So even if you think about bad things in your head, you might think about, oh, why am I thinking I must be a bad person? No, that doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you human. It's the actions that you do and and the choices that you make. If you follow those thoughts or not to follow those thoughts, ah, that that all always resonated in 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 a way. Completely agree. Wow, you articulated so beautifully. I have to say, you can write a book about it all by yourself. <laughs> no, 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 not really. Maybe I'll do a podcast. Who knows? Maybe, yeah, I, I, I still do the podcasts. Yeah, so that's a good thing. Yeah, you told me that the other time we spoke that you have a podcast, right? I do. I do a little bit because I, I never left the sports betting, even though I'm now in the casino world. I, I, I also do a little bit on the sports betting, giving. Giving giving tips and talk about football especially. So is it in English? No, it's in it's in Finnish. It's it's for a Finnish company called Veikkausbonukset.com. I, I I do something on 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 their Facebook、uh, to do podcasts. I'll I, I'll I'll see if I do something myself as well for for myself. I I missed it. I I used to do many many years ago. I I did about Cypriot football in English,、mm. uh, but then Facebook closed my accounts for for betting, and I couldn't get it back open. And again, it demotivated、oh. me again. So <laughs> I lost like seven thousand followers. So so it demotivated me to continue. But maybe I'll get back to it. You you've inspired me with your podcast that maybe I should go and and talk a little bit more. Yeah, you completely. 
should because first of all you have amazing personality i i can tell like from the vibe that i was getting and also you have a beautiful voice for podcasting like oh, one one of the best voices i've ever heard on the uh, on record I, I, I don't i don't think my girlfriend would, would appreciate when when, when, I, when i do my singing <laughs> she doesn't appreciate so <laughs> no but i appreciate it <laughs> thank you thank you, you can go up to her tonight and tell her daniel appreciates my voice yeah, he, <laughs> he, understands, he understands he understands <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you so much for joining Thank us today. Thank you very much, Daniel. Highly no appreciate it. And to our listeners, we'll talk to you again on the next episode. Thank you so much. Bye for now.